Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Ring, 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 ring. That's about what I expected. That was a scratchy ring, 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 wasn't it? It was. It's the one that you make when you're saying, all right, I'm here. What now? Oh, Lordy, Miss Alicia, how are you feeling since you got the COVID? Well, for someone with the COVID, I'm grateful and humble. I do have some symptoms, but the lung involvement has not happened yet. And I'm so, like I said, I'm very grateful uh, and I'm I'm humbled. My altar's been full. I uh, bet you. Yeah. So I've been, I'm tired mostly that I would say would be the most noticeable thing It's I can go for about 10 or 15 minute little bursts. And then I go, Oh, I think it's time to lay down again. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we're going to trot through this little recording. I'm grateful we could do it at all today. Cause I thought for sure we would just say, well, <laughs> we're going to just rest out on this week and we'll see y'all next week. So well, I'm glad you were feeling up to it today. Well, it's it's kind of a refuge from all the other crap going on out there. And I want to give everybody a message that folks who've been asking about uh, Gomez, I understand from what I hear, he's also big on the mend, too yeah. stubborn to let it get him. He did have lungs. His lungs were involved more than mine. But uh, yeah, so... I don't, I don't think that uh, we have anything much else going on on Weird Mountain right now. There hasn't been any lawn mowing and there hasn't been any big crow events. It's just been me doing a lot of sleeping. <laughs> well, that sounds good. You know, given everything that's going on in the country right now, sleeping is no bad thing. No, and, and my, my ancestors, you know, my kinfolk, whenever I get into a situation of, of kind of, I, I don't want to say trouble, but I do lean on my kinfolk, my ancestors, and I talk with them and all of that. And I've been spending the week thinking about my grandparents, especially, because my grandpa would have just, I don't, well, both of them, I don't think they would have slept this whole week. They would have been so glued to the television and just so just mind blown from it, I'm sure. Do yeah. you think like that? Do you ever do yeah. that? Oh, gosh. Drinking strong coffee. Oh, yes. That's what they'd have been doing, drinking strong coffee and uh, and and yelling at the TV. And I have to tell you, that's what I've been doing, too. Have you been before, doing a little yelling? I have. And before we got started today, I was just sitting here. I'm working on uh, on my book that comes out in August. It's it's in the editing phase. So I've been working on the edits on that. And I would just periodically yell something like, aren't you glad your pants are not on fire, you big damn liar? And then <laughs> I'd be back editing for a little while. So 
it's, it was good to turn it off and come talk to you and see how you were doing. So I'd quit yeah. yelling at the TV. <laughs> but what we haven't really said is that we kind of yelled together when we got on the phone for five minutes. Blah! You know. <laughs> it was funny. You know, I talk all the time about, well, in the pre-show, well, in the pre-show today, y'all, first I wanted to find out how Alicia was feeling. I wanted to look at her, get a visual on her because I haven't seen her. And then we just both started it. We were just going. We we're going it because we're just, I don't know, just flabbergasted. And I, I had warned Alicia that I was going to say during the during the podcast that the one good thing that has come out of all this, well, two good things. Now people know about other amendments to the Constitution rather than just the first, second, and fifth. So that's a good thing. We know more about how our country actually operates. So that's a good one. But also we know that you got to quit saying that all the crazy people and all the prejudiced people and all that are in the South because they are not. (laughs) They are all over this damn country. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this week sure showed that, didn't it? It sure did because we started out with Georgia being good, good, good as gold. Yeah. You know, standing up and doing what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so, hello, Georgia, Atlanta, as far as I'm concerned, is the capital of the New South. <laughs> so there we got that, and that's beautiful. Yeah. And then, and then all this other stuff coming out of crazy places like Wyoming and Ohio and Lord knows wherever. So it ain't just us. No, no. it ain't just us. And I think, I, I think we kind of knew it anyway, and I'm glad – in a way, if it had to come out, I'm like you, at least people know now it ain't just us it's in the South. It's everybody. There's 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 assery going on everywhere. There's plenty of blame to go around. It's not just us. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm trying to form my words here. I agree that there's a time to have this Ah, never mind. I can't. I can't. Because if I if I say what I really think, it'll be like a 20-minute rant. There's going to be a lot of cuss words in it. It's just going to be too much edit work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, so, go ahead. I was just saying, I don't know if it would do any good or not. Well, I don't know either, but I, I know that participating is important in a democratic republic and citizens participating. But but the way this works best is if we participate in a focused and mostly nonviolent way. That's well said. That's very well said. Well, participation is pretty much mandatory if you want to have an opinion that anybody would consider to be yeah. valid. I well, when, to. when I was in school, and I, I imagine when you were too, you took these classes on citizenship. Get it out of my brain. I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> Which is just, it was just all about the, not only the rights of being a citizen of the kind of country we have, but the responsibilities of it. Yes. And it's, you know, we, we're always beating, pounding on our chest and saying, oh, but my rights, you've messed with my rights. But we don't spend but so much time talking about our responsibilities. And we have those too. Exactly. 
We do. Well, we have a responsibility to work with people, even if we disagree. And there was a word that got de defined today on social media, and it was it was making that point that we can have different opinions and still be able to get along together in the world if we make a decision that we will. And so government, our form of government is one that is supposed to be inclusive instead of exclusive. And that means that we, we all have a right to express our opinion. And that that's great. There are many places in the world where you don't get that right. But what it doesn't do is give you the right to hurt someone else. It doesn't give you the right to break into a person's, the people's building, you see, and damage that property and put things at risk. Am I going too far on the podcast? No. <laughs> no. We try to stay very neutral. And it's really hard to stay neutral. And, and I want to know where did the civility go? Because we're entitled to it. And it does mean something. The tone that we speak to each other in means something. It, it, it absolutely does. And to have people now, and we were just listening to some of them, talk about how important it was to, uh, to be civil and kind and nice to each other. And they are some of the same people that for the last four years have been calling me a damn snowflake and a libtard. Mm. So I don't, I'm, I'm not really ready to make nice. Well, I don't know that we need to say nice, but we need to have the same set of, of rules when it comes to fighting. See, that's how marriages stay together for decades. It's not that they all get along on every subject. It's just they know how to deal with each other when they disagree. So Exactly. And they also, it's a red line in the sand when violence comes up. Either in a, in, a, in any kind of relationship, marriage or partnership or anything, yeah. that's a red line in the sand. If you threaten me with physical violence, then then we're done. Mm -hmm. And if you lay hands on me, because not just a threat, but you actually are violent towards me, we are just damn well done. Oh yeah. Well, and, and that's the way I feel about what's happening with the government right now. When you get violent like that, you're done. Yeah, well, I just do not take kindly to it. And again, I had yet another day where my friends from other countries were checking in on me and they were all kind of embarrassed for me and, yeah. and sad. And a couple of them were afraid, you know, are you yeah. okay? I mean, what they think goes on in this country um, is getting closer and closer to true every day, isn't it? It is. And, and I'm like you, I have, I have friends checking in and some of my friends, you know, checking in from Britain, they're kind of seeing the writing on the wall, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they have, they have followed us down this path with this uh, so-called charismatic leader. And I swear, I don't see the charisma, but you know, maybe it's because, <laughs> maybe it's because I just don't think that way. I don't know. You're not looking for a charismatic leader. No. Well, is that not the foremost requirement for a cult? I just want, I'm just saying, okay? Oh, did you just say the C word? I did. A cult? Yeah, I did. Our cult leader. Hey, I've got a friend uh, out in Black Mountain. I love that man so much. And, yeah, we get together sometimes with another friend. We eat Mexican food. And we talk about how we need to start us a cult. 
We need to start a religious cult because then you, you make a lot of money. We We both were driving at that time, driving these ragged looking cars. I said, well, you know, at least if we had a cult, we have a decent damn car to drive. (laughs) And both of us love to talk. So that wouldn't be a problem. Oh, dear leader is speaking now. Listen to her. Whatever. Here we go. Now, here we go. This is the Miriam Webster definition. Okay. Regarded. As unorthodox or spurious, its mm-hmm. body of adherents are regarded as unorthodox or spurious. Ooh. It has a great devotion to a person. <laughs> well. Especially such devotion regarded as literary or intellectual or their object of such devotion. Oh, and, and it says it's usually a small group of people characterized by such devotion. Well, there you go. Huh. Well, that well, sounds like we shouldn't be hard to do. You reckon we could start the Weird Mountain Gals cult? Weird Mountain Gals. I like it. I like, well, you know what? I guarantee it wouldn't be all that harmful. We wouldn't be, you know. No. They, they just have to put up with our bad jokes and the latest ridiculous product line we come up with whoa whoa whoa, whoa. i'm sorry the latest what what? (laughs) i believe i said ridiculous product line no i'm sure i'm sure something's gonna be coming up by the end of this episode but one of us is gonna have the idea of hey you know we can make this this thing here Well, well, and uh, my mind has got all these things and going through it. I'm almost speechless because it's like reject, reject, can't say one, can't say And and I'm looking over here now because I'm sitting in my kitchen. I'm looking over here saying, dang, woman, you know what? We missed doing some nice masks that are, are that that crazy license tag logo. Oh. We can do a face mask of that. Damn, we couldn't have even done hand sanitizer. Weird Mountain <laughs> hand sanitizer. What next? What next, my friend? <laughs> well, what I want to know is, what does weird smell like, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> hand sanitizer, the ones that I make, they always smell like Four Thieves Oil or Rogue Spray that Star does or um, something like or that. Har- Florida water. Florida water. That's right. Yeah. I, I'd like to make some hand san- sanitizer after out of corn liquor. It wouldn't <laughs> smell like nothing, but it'd burn your cuticles just a little bit. You know, you could almost do some hand sanitizer that was like spell, had a, had spell work in it. Oh, yeah. Like every time you got it out and cleaned your hands, you were uh-huh. washing off something. Yeah. Well, you know, I made that oil last year. I keep slapping my thigh. Sorry if that comes across. I go, well, um, um, I made some oil last fall, uh, black walnut oil. That's what I guess they call in the in the hoodoo community an uncrossing oil. It's to clear the path out of the way. And man, that stuff works good. Does it? Yeah, I use some of that uh, at Dark Dark Moon to do a little tiny job of work I had to do. Uh Now, I've got some oil here that you brought to me that I want to say, no, never mind. It's woad oil. Never mind. Woad oil. I love that stuff. I used a woad candle 
last night. I mean, they made some at Raven and Crone, some woad candles, mm -hmm. and they gave me the prototype, and I used it last night for something. Oh, man, that, that thing is strong. <laughs> it yeah, it kicks you around a little bit. Does it? It does. Well, it really does. I just, I just put the oil right on the, I've got a vervain candle yeah. over here, and I just do the woad and the vervain together. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Well, yeah. That whoa, that's just a butt kicking kind of oil. Yes. Um, I like it. I, you know, I've just got a handful of oils that I use like that, and I mostly, well, I make all of them myself. You make it, do you? I, it's just cause I, that's how I do it. You know. Well, you know, I used to make all of my oils, but now that I kind of know the stuff over there at the shop, it's as good or better than anything that I make. And huh. so I have a lot of confidence with, with any of the stuff out there of, of their products. And I love your woad oil. I really do. I I'm tell you what, that, that, that thing came to me in a dream. Because, yeah. you know, I've got, a, I've got this weird relationship, I must say, with, with the Irish war goddess, the Morrigan. And I've been growing woad for I don't even know how many years, many, many years. And and I don't use it for anything. I grow it culturally because my people came out of Ireland and Scotland. And, mm -hmm. and it, you know, it's beautiful, big, beautiful plant. And she came to me in a dream and she said, why don't you use that damn woad? And I was like, well, what, you want me to dye some clothes blue? What do you want me to do with it? <laughs> and she said, it is power oil. What, what is wrong with you? It's a powerful plant. Make oil out of it. And I was like, make oil and i'm thinking about do i distill the oil out of it and she's just tapping her foot and shaking her head like put some damn woad leaves in a jar and fill it with oil what's wrong with you did you get stupid <laughs> so that's that's how we have woad oil because i had a dream where god has said are did you get stupid and apparently i had gotten stupid interesting well, it won't surprise anybody i've been i've been kind of you know i knew a lot about oils as compared to maybe my mom yeah because i tried to study it but i did not understand all of the properties and i still don't just being honest uh, all of the properties all of the magical properties of the plants so you and i've had this conversation before yeah yeah and it's interesting and it feels to me like this is kind of a lifelong thing. I don't think it's anything that I can come over to you, your house next year and say, Hey, I know all about magical properties of oils. Now it's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I it's, tell you so much of what I do now, especially now that I'm older and I have a lot of experience under my belt. A lot of times now it's just intuitive and I'll, I'll think, huh? Well, there's a lot of this, whatever that plant is, or or in the case of uh, black walnut, black mm -hmm. walnut hulls, and I'll mm -hmm. think oh, there's a lot of that laying around. Wonder what I could do with that, and then I'll make an oil out of whatever it is, and then I just test drive it to see what it does. Yeah, and I don't I don't even know. And you know, we talked about that last fall when you said, "Well, what's that black walnut oil doing?" I said, "I don't know. Put it on a candle, see what happens." That's and you were funny. like, "Oh, oh, okay." Yeah. Well, and then we found out what happened is it did like blast the road open. <laughs> oh, thank you. I it's, needed that. Well, you know, I, I haven't used any of that on purpose. And let me tell you why, and you're going to laugh. But it's because in, in, in the physical life, in bio world, 
I have an allergy to walnuts, which I've told you that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, right. so, so I haven't used the black walnut oil in any kind of working because I don't know if I, if it would work well with me or not. Right. No, that's a that good point. True, true. Yeah. So it's, in, intuition is everything, I think. And it's, it's a combination of self-preservation, that most basic instinct that all humans have, combined with experience and also with just natural intelligence. And if you are, if you're able to decide that you're going to attempt to develop your intuition, it's an, it's an act of listening, but you have to turn in and listen that way first before you can turn out, you know? So it's, it's like when, (laughs) it's just like any other thing. I was getting ready to give you an example of something for me, but, but really intuition is just, you got to listen. So in your case, you respond to plants. Oh, I I do. You're an herbalist. Uh, Your, your personality when you're outside and working with plants and, you know, when you're outside in, in your yard and stuff, you've always got your hand on the plants. You'll pet them if you're standing there talking to somebody. I will. I do that. Right. And, and I talk to them all the time. I, we went to the grocery store this morning. I came back in and, and we're starting to get that uh, garlic grass coming up. Yeah. And I was oh, there you are. I'm going to eat you a little bit later, but you keep <laughs> on growing. And then I'm peeking over to see if the asparagus is doing anything yet. But I talked to them. We got an old apple tree that every year I think is her last year. And she hangs on a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And I just lean up against her and go, how you doing? How you doing, little mama? You doing okay? And she's just sleeping right now. So she's not doing anything at all. Just sleeping. What kind of apples are they? You've talked about this uh, tree before. Um, This tree, I believe, no, this tree was old when we bought this house in the 80s. I believe it's a Cortland apple. But it's really good. it's really good to eat out of hand, but it also is really good in cider. Oh, okay. Very yeah. good. Have you ever tried to graft it or replant any of it out here at the farm? No, um, no, I haven't. And that's kind of on my list if it lasts long enough to uh, get some good sturdy root stock and try to graft it on. Yeah. Well, I imagine you've got some seeds from it anyway, right? Well, but I don't know. Apples, apples don't often breed true from seed even old apples don't so the best thing to do would be to do a graft and I know people who do that I have not done that often enough to be any good at it but I know lots of people that do so I was going to just promise some pizza and a beer if they'd come over and help me do that so (laughs) we'll see that might happen this spring that'd be nice I know just where it would go yeah yeah where the sun is perfect for it Mm -hmm. hey speaking of the farmhouse and the sun and i've been you know peeking out the window quite a bit watching our crow friends Uh and they have a new place in the backyard that they've been coming to and i've encouraged it i've encouraged it you know the the table outside there the round one yeah right underneath there oh good they hang out under the table well when the weather was bad that's where i fed them at was under the, and so they learned it but see I got them there by putting a little bit on top of the table so that they could see it flying in and then 
I just, you know, that way the food didn't get as, uh, you know, didn't have as much weather on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's been working and there's, there's still, you know, they're still around. There are a couple of days there where every day at a certain period of time, right about now, actually, they would come to one side of the house and three or four of them would just sit there and have a conversation for 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love a conversation with them where they're not just, you know, going, where, where they're actually making their pops and their little clicks and all of that. It's like, yeah. you know, they're saying something profound. And probably something that's none of our business. I don't know if it's none of our business. Why'd they come up to the window to do it? Because they know we can't understand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love crows. I, we've got a big old family of crows here that, I will sometimes hear hear that high, high peeping kind of sound that's the hawk that lives around here. Oh. I'll hear that sound and I'll hear the crows take out after it. <laughs> yep. Like, uh-huh. Don't be messing with them crows. There's a I've, bunch of them. I've watched these crows chase eagles and hawks. They're not the afraid long. of nothing. Crows, crows ain't afraid of nothing. No, they're not. No, they're not. Miss Byron. Yep. You fading fast, darling. I'm fading a little bit, but I just want to leave you with thoughts of civil times, more yeah. civil times. And I want to say this. I have never been alive when I didn't hear people say, ah, politicians are all crooked. <laughs> Me either. You, you know it. We've all, all heard it. And then probably no matter how old you are, you've heard that. And it yeah. is true. Maybe and they're all crooked. Maybe they are. But they certainly didn't show it so much. I feel like we're in a gangster period of time, you know, where it's, Ooh. you know, that kind of gangster mob mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're not any more corrupt, they're just acting more corrupt. Or maybe I, we're just seeing it better. You know, we just got out of 2020. The year of 2020. 2020. Yeah. Where you see, if you see clearly at 2020. Maybe, maybe, and maybe we're all. just seeing stuff we never saw before. Maybe. I don't know. My mama used to always say, and you know, I, I didn't truck much with just about anything she said or did, but she used to say, how do you know if a politician is lying? His mouth is moving. <laughs> <That's> and, <laughs> my friend Lance Curlin wrote a song about a politician and that was a line in it was his lips are moving he must be lying <laughs> must be lying i'm gonna leave you with one last thing i was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and i keep promising his wife that i'm gonna come out there we're gonna sit on the porch and we're gonna sing gospel music yes and he laughed and he said well their baby who is i guess three or four now mm -hmm. he said the ba baby loves what he calls the bird song and I said, well, what is the bird song? And he said, it's I'll Fly Away. <laughs> so yeah. we got to go out on the porch and sing the bird song with him. Oh, I'm so willing. Let's do that. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, I'm when you're ready. feeling better and when we can get out and not compromise anybody's health and or endanger anybody. Yeah. we got a lot of stuff to catch up on. we got a road trip to do. we got all kinds of stuff. All I kinds. know. We've got stories to tell and stories to, to create and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. Stuff to do for sure. Yeah. And I'm a, I'll post this on our Facebook page too, but 
I want to let y'all know that I've got a new book coming out in February, and we're going to have a big party, a big Zoom party through Malaprops downtown. Ooh. And I'll put that information. I'd love for y'all to show up. I'm going to be reading from the book. It's called Roots, Branches, and Spirits, the Folkways and Witchery of Appalachia. And I'll be reading from the book, and I'll have some handouts, some giveaways and handouts and stuff. So it'd be fun. Will there be a test at the end? They were, There will not be a test. Okay, cool. I might come then. The only sad thing about it is I won't be able to make biscuits or ham biscuits or jelly biscuits. I usually do that when I have a book coming out. I make food. We all get together and eat food. <laughs> You'll have to make your own biscuits for this one because we'll be Zooming. It's the only way to do it, right? <laughs> yep. It's the only way. All right. Well, well you take I, care of yourself and you let me know if you need anything. I will. Take it out and leave it on the porch. I will. Thank you very much. And thanks to everybody who has checked in and inquired about me. And I'll make sure that I communicate with Gomez and let him know everything that y'all have passed on. And yeah, y'all just keep, her, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt a bit. Not at all. So I will talk to you soon, Miss Byron. All right. You take care of yourself. Bye now. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.